Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a K-pop podcast, and and more. Uh, East Asian pop culture podcast with a couple of guys from the East Coast of the United States. I'm Petey Rave. Uh, here, here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, the one and only King Kaz, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well. How are you, my good sir? I'm doing well here, John. We're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. I mean, this little uh, look into what's going on. Um, yeah, let's just get down to it. Uh, first, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's what's caught our attention since we last gathered a couple weeks ago. Uh, and yeah, Kaz, what 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 what's new? What's caught your attention? Um, so for me. There's a couple of things that caught my attention. There's this uh, song by one team called Rollin' Rollin'. Um, what? And it, it came out in in uh, on the 11th, uh, and I haven't heard it till like right now. It's it's not bad. I I like it. I like parts of it definitely, um, but I think it's a it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good track from these boys. I got a lot of boy groups today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I think it's 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 like I want to say middle of the road, but not bad. It, it, it works well for like a summer summer track for a boy band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it definitely has like that summer track boy band feel. Uh, but I definitely think it's kind of worth checking checking out if you're if you're kind of into boy groups and you're looking for something to check out i think this is a really good like chill summer jam for you yeah uh um a nice little like hot uh, chill hot summer jam uh one of i would say not the only video we're gonna have like like that also not the only video we're gonna have filmed in los angeles (laughs) Uh, very often (laughs) so moving on from me uh I got the boys from NCT 127 uh, with the English version of their song Highway to Heaven. Um, the the thing I kind of like about this one is like the English is really good. Yeah. Um, which, which isn't a surprise at this point anymore in, in kind of K-pop. It, it's kind of more of a surprise when the English isn't good. Yeah. Uh, but... I think they did a really good job on this. Yeah. I think they, they did a good job on the production. I think uh, if I would say that the thing that I would like that I like most about this is that it's it's very, it, it, exists as, it, it, it exists as an English version, obviously, to kind of like try to kind of wake, kind of uh, <laughs> uh, slipstream themselves into this uh, big uh, Korean wave into, into the West. Uh, but what I like about this is that it still has a lot of its inherent K-popness, but yeah. in a good way. Like it's not like an it's not completely it's not an imitation of something in the West. Like, uh, and it doesn't come off as uh like trying to be something else. I mean, it still has a few of those. Like, this is a a cool set of words. 
and we were going to put it in here. Like, this is just a cool sentence, and we're going to write it, and therefore we're going to put it into the song. Not necessarily, like, what makes sense, but, like, it has less of those. It has less of those than the, I think... I don't remember which uh, the the I think the last song that we talked about with NCT they were the English version where it's just a bunch of just cool phrases <laughs> like that they just mashed together that didn't reflect you know like necessarily what, what what they were but but it has a lot less of that and I think it still retains I think the big thing is it retains a K-pop identity uh, even in like yeah. its effort to like go into the West. Um. And and it's gonna be, it's gonna be something that we are gonna be talking about again a lot more is the K-pop transition into America because I think this is the next big resurgence of that. Yeah, um, I think we had one a while ago. Like I, I I can't pinpoint when it was, but there was definitely seeds sowed a while ago and yeah. i feel like those trees are starting to bloom and then now more people are trying to plant those seeds um yeah one of the biggest ones to to gain from that we've always talked about is bts um nct is doing really well in their in their american transition somewhat um, um now that we're starting to have more domestic record sales like we've been talking about uh so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see where it, it continues we'll to go see. from here and so yeah, and SM really wants to push NCT 127 into that spot uh, alongside what where Monster X has been succeeding, which is uh, uh, find, uh, being there for whoever is asking, get me BTS, or get me BTS like <laughs> like uh, get me somebody else from K-pop as a boy band <laughs> like, and then they're there and they're taking those opportunities uh, and they are earning them in their own right. Because they're they're establishing okay well you know can't always just be them we're here too and and then you know they're they're establishing their themselves as like okay you know we're here we're we're able to make quality music we're able to make uh cool stuff so it's cool to see uh but yeah speaking of right, uh, for me last but not least uh is exo um. With a definitely, like, all, all these tracks were kind of summer jammy tracks, and then this one is no less of a summer jam kind of track. Uh, just a place from EXO, uh, doing their thing. I'm not sure how I feel about this song yet, <laughs> is uh, why I'm yeah. kind of trying to give myself time to really, really to digest my feelings about it. I, yeah, I, I like it. I, I think it's okay. I think it's... Um, it, it definitely has that EXO sound, and I love the EXO sound. Yeah. Um, and I and their vocals are always pretty good. Um, oh. But I just I, I don't really know like where I this is definitely like not my favorite EXO song. Yeah. Namely, it's specifically it's uh your boy Sehun uh and uh, the boy Chanyeol uh EXO yeah. SC. Uh, EXO Sports Center. Uh, so it's an exciting time. Uh, it's a nice subunit. Uh, it it is it is a, a very it, it does have a little bit of that EXO sound, but mainly it's just their vocals. I, I think it definitely has a bit of that modern 
Western boy band sound, where it was like that pseudo hip hop, white dude pop hip hop, <laughs> like uh, the, the why don't we's of the world and whatnot. Uh, and, it, and they do it well. I don't know if I, if I, if I feel, I'm feeling, I don't know if I'm feeling it, but it's well made. It's well done. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not my favorite. I think, uh, there's like what I come to XO for, what I have come to XO for. And I don't necessarily think this is up that alley or up to that standard. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, all right. So I have a couple of tracks myself. Uh, I'm I'm bringing the ladies. It's kind of like our habit now. Uh, <laughs> but um, a kind of like a follow up to the debut of a newer uh, girl group, uh, Nature, uh, with their newer track, uh, I'm so pretty. Uh, Negachum Yepa. Uh it it is definitely kind of like a really uh quality, really well made. It's well made. It's good quality. Uh it is definitely a, a good quality song. It's definitely well made. Uh it's definitely like a, a welcome fun peppy song. Uh is it it, is it innovative? Is it uh, will it blow your mind? No, but it is a nice middle of the road, really quali- a really good, fun, peppy uh, k- girl group K-pop song, and I think that that is yeah. what's going for it. Yeah, it has the it has the pep. It, it's it's like we're we're in summer, right? So all of our tracks, or all of our tracks so far, have had these like very summery like feels and sounds and visuals to them. Um, so you're not gonna get anything amazing right here, right now, but you're you're gonna get kind of interesting visual in a yeah. lot of this stuff. A lot of bright colors, a lot of all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and and you know this is still a, a a group who's trying to trying to set their footing, so they're not gonna do anything crazy. Yeah, uh, but you know, still solid stuff. So looking forward to more from Nature. Uh, speaking of someone who's set their footing, uh, <laughs> uh, more than set their footing, you know, long time veteran at this point, twelve years and uh, since her since her debut, uh. Or with the group, uh, talking about Hyoyeon of Girls' Generation, Senior Shaday, uh, or uh, now she's known as DJ Hyo. Uh, she's kind of like transitioned into being an EDM DJ, uh, and producer, which is fascinating and fun and really cool. Uh, and she's been kind of putting out a couple of like tracks here and there in that lap vein under the Hyo name. Uh, and putting us all this stuff, and I think this is another addition to that. It's called Badster. Like, it's like Bad Gangster or something like that. Uh, and it's fun. It's very much like, I think somebody was talk- calling it a Psytrance um, in that vein. And I think it works well. Uh, 
the song is definitely a song that would work perfectly exactly where she will want to play it, which is at all the hot clubs in fucking Gangnam and Itaewon and like uh, DJing uh, with uh, with this video on, behind her playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the video very much is uh, DJ set background video. <laughs> like it is, you know, that perfect, which is what it needs to be. Uh, it doesn't need to be much anything else. Uh, and I think it works. Uh, she also released an English version, which is fun. Uh, which is also funny because, uh, SM doesn't necessarily put, uh, sub English subtitles in their songs, but they did for the English version. It's <laughs> 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 like, which is, I don't know. Well, that, that, maybe... that could just be, that could just be the auto from... The YouTube upload being able to uh, just translate directly. I, I guess, but like the the it usually will say like auto generated. <laughs> I think this is actually like put in there. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. I mean, it, it was probably easier to do since she already had the the translation. Yeah, yeah. Or right, uh, but I, it's funny and it probably is like that. But it's funny to think that like uh, they really did it just because. They think they would have trouble <laughs> listening. Uh, people making out her pronunciation, pronunciation, which is unfounded because she actually did a fantastic job. She's been doing a lot in like learning English for a while now, so uh, she's did she did a fantastic job. And I think I I look forward to uh, more of DJ Hyo. I feel like I have to bring it up because I know you're probably getting the advertisements for this too. But the uh, the, the, the the BTS like uh, fucking movie, like their yeah. Japanese pop group. Yeah, I I have not seen the ad. I I I have YouTube Premium, so I don't know if it's a, it's an ad in there. But right. I can only I'll, imagine. I'll link you to this very quick. I'll link you to this. Uh, I'm going to drop it in our Skype chat so you can see this. So, uh, this is the Bring the Soul, the movie, um, the cinema experience. Yes. Uh, it's, all yes. About, it's all about the rise of BTS. And, and mm -hmm. you can go and, and, and experience yeah. the. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's money to be made. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fantastic. But yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah. I, just felt like it, I felt like it would do us a, just a disservice if we didn't mention this <laughs> and kind of talk about this. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I'm looking for... I want to check it out. Uh, I, want, I want to see the movie. Uh, I do enjoy the... It, it looks like an enjoyable trailer. I have I haven't seen any of the BTS concert movies. I almost feel like I I should probably check it out. Like, uh, but it looks cool. It looks very cinematic. Mm -hmm. uh, I like old cars. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there you go. There you go. Go check that out. Uh, last but not least, I want to bring up. Uh, speaking of BTS, uh, it almost uh, I, I kind of like. I didn't realize I had the perfect segue there. But speaking of BTS, uh, we have the last track uh, by Hazy. Haze. Um, 
they put out her new track uh, featuring Giddy Boy uh, called We Don't Talk Together, which is produced by Suga of BTS. Uh, it's a big reason why it's getting a, a nice amount of attention on top of uh, the fact that anytime Hayes puts out a, uh, a track, it shoots up to the top of the charts and stays there, stays there. But on top of that, she's also getting a big push from 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 the army to support the track. Um, so it, it it's succeeding well, and I think ultimately it it, it is a good song, and it's really well made, and I like it. It's it's definitely one of it's definitely a, a one of those chill hip hop R and B tracks for you know for playing at a cafe. <laughs> uh but it's a well-made one of those uh and and a, an enjoyable one of those i do enjoy the video it's very it's very kind of like cute and dark at the same time because mainly involves uh haze uh wheeling around and uh dancing with a with a skeleton that they just grabbed from a high school science class <laughs> You can I still grab that from the costume shop that they were like shopping for costumes from the video, and they were just like on their way out. They're like, "Yo, can we have that too?" Yeah, just take it. Yeah, it still has the little thing on the top of the head to hang it from to, <laughs> to hang it from the thing to put it on display. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're they're gonna return that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, we're done with this. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like thirty day return policy, yeah, right? It's, 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 <laughs> before we get too far, it, it's a definitely. Um, I think it's a well produced track, especially featuring Gilly Boy, who also does a lot of production too. Um, I, I, I think the the mixture of people you have on here are are people who enjoy what they do in music, um, and I think that makes for a good mix, right? You may you have a good mix in people who like kind of understand their sounds and what what they're going for so when you ever have that kind of a good mix you tend to come out with something really well yeah so really good stuff i'm um i'm always uh, always enjoy Hayes and her voice and and uh she's pretty fantastic as i've brought a couple of her songs before uh like i still have and july will come up on on like a playlist and it's still you know like the mix of her and Dean's voice is still f- just a fantastic song. So, um, yeah, more great stuff from Hayes and from Giddy Boy and from 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 J- Boy Sugar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That concludes our our portion of the show where we talk about what's new. Uh, so we now transition over to our headlines. So join us on the flip side, everybody. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the headline segment. Uh, we kind of just, uh, talk about some topical topics, go through some headlines, uh, see what's going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Um, yeah, just just give our mostly uninformed thoughts, uh, but we do our best. <laughs> uh, but speaking of BTS again, uh, K-pops, uh, apparently BTS Super Junior Search Kids, uh, inroads in Saudi Arabia leads to understandably mixed reactions. 
Uh, this is from Agent Chunky. Almost a week ago, super or a little while before uh, we were talking about it. Uh, this is a few days ago. This article, uh, Super Junior, and then Stray Kids made history by becoming the first K-pop groups to perform in, to perform in Saudi Arabia after they showed out at the Jeddah Season Festival. Uh, recently, BTS announced dates in Saudi Arabia as part of uh, Riyadh Season Festival. Uh, you know, they've kind of like show on here. Uh, so they announced it. The problem. It's a part of the same season series that even Nicki Minaj recently canceled on due to the due to ongoing abuses of human rights, perhaps most notably the execution of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Um, you know, they, they show the statement from Nicki Minaj. Uh, the change of heart came after the Human Rights Foundation called on her to cancel her appearance, and they continue to call on other artists to do the same for logical reasons. Uh, you know, they talk about how they talked to Liam Payne, you know, Liam Payne, he of One Direction, or currently or formerly, I don't know, uh, and certain other artists they've talked about, uh, you know, despite this, many fans have argued in favor of Super Junior Stray Kids, but most of the debate in the K-pop world now centers around BTS and the first ever Solo Stadium concert in the country. Uh, as the Korea Herald recently noticed, proponents of BTS concerts say this is part of a reform going on in the country. You know, the same, like, dialogue we've heard with other things. Critics say the opposite. Supports a regime mostly more interested in reforming the economy than the society. Um, definitely worth checking out, like, their statements as they go into further detail. Go check out the article. Uh, it's definitely... So, the big thing is that it's definitely specifically the worry with uh, BTS is that this goes very much against what they've publicly put their hat on as far as like their you know their causes uh this is you know neither is uh the uh, like the sentence that said they're not exactly equal either bts are obviously more popular and neither of those two groups have built their brand around being socially conscious like say being unicef ambassadors who spoke at the spoke at the un so it's only natural that they are held to a different standard um Especially, you know, the, kind of like being, you know, this, this conflict. Um, I have a, a couple of the thoughts, but, but Kaz, what, what, what is your reaction to this? What, what is your read on this? Um, my, my general read is, uh, it's so different country, different standard, but always, always kind of. I don't know. Like, I always feel like, especially for for South Korean entertainment, they tend to not have the same issues with certain places that other places in the world do, right? Um, Unless it's Japan. Mentioned, there, there's a yeah. There's no recent or upcoming games for that team like, at this time. Uh, you mentioned the the whole. Nicki Minaj part, uh, and that that is a perspective of an American on a situation that America has an interest in, right? I I don't know politically the interest Korea has in Saudi Arabia other than it's another country that has a lot of money, right? Yeah. Like, um, I don't I don't pay very close attention to Korean politics. So that that like you said, we're we're gonna be speaking 
from from a a lesser perspective because we don't we don't have all the uh, all the tools to, to to really have that conversation. And, yeah. and to a certain degree, realistically, for BTS, even a lot of the things they do, like like speaking at the UN or, or all these things, are for for maybe lack of better term, just publicity, right? It's 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 a showing of of just. The control, like the control they have over media, is to allow them to do things that other groups either don't get the chance to, or just makes them look better if they do, right? Um, and it, it's really hard to be like, "Cool, this person represents the same things I do because they did X." Doesn't necessarily mean that; just means they did X. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it looks good. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because there's a lot of personal things you have to take into account. I, I don't know how much the the boys of BTS themselves are like, this is cool, as opposed to their label is just setting up another show in another place. Yeah. But uh, you... It's one of those things where it's like you understand that, but uh, there there does have to be some of like, well, you should have some global awareness uh, on these big issues, especially big human rights issues. Um, and and that being said, it, it's it you can definitely understand how from that perspective they could approach it that way. That being said it still doesn't feel good. Like, especially if you're a fan and you're aware of those situations, that doesn't feel good. Like, like, uh, it doesn't feel right. Uh, it doesn't feel. Yeah. And, and was, yeah, you can, you can like say that, you know, the business and all that stuff, it still doesn't change how it feels like just from a perspective. So it's just not fun. Um, there, there was a thing a while ago, and, I, and I'm not using this as a defense for this particular situation, but there was a thing a while ago about um, I'm trying to remember like kind of what it said, so and I'm trying to not sneeze again. Um, this won't be like verbatim, but it was like uh Basically, it, like, had these lists of, like, things people worry about, like world hunger, uh, Saudi Arabia, um, India, uh, American homelessness, uh, gangs. And it was, like, just because you're, you're woke about one of these situations doesn't give you the right to degrade someone else who doesn't understand any of these right because you don't yeah. know their personal beliefs or you don't know the situations that that they're woke about that you don't understand and and while here this is on a bigger platform and and you should have a little more awareness not everybody not everybody is is to use the term from that quote woke about the same situation as everyone else yeah. is, right 
not everybody else has the mileage in a situation that everyone else does, no matter what your perspective on that situation is, right? Because you always have to remember your perspective on that situation is, especially politically and, and of a worldview of things, is based on where you're from sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and a- anybody from America can take that situation be because of it, because of the investment that we have in it, and be like, well, you should feel this way. And like, yes, to a certain degree. Like, I'm never, I'm never going to denigrate somebody because they're not as woke about something as I am. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's all perspective, and it's all, at the end of the day, like, we, we can take this outside perspective on this situation and, and, and denigrate it, but it all depends on what they decide to do at the end of the day and, and, and what they're doing. Right. Because like, yes, performing a show in, in like performing a show in certain places doesn't necessarily mean you agree with everything that happens in that place. Right. Because there's a lot of world perspective on, on our political like shit right now. Right. And, and anybody can, can look at that and like, you can look at performing in America, like, and be like, Oh my God, what do you support their government? And you're like, no, I'm just, I'm just doing a show in New York. Yeah. Right. And that perspective for us is different because you're like, well, no, performing in New York doesn't necessarily mean you support the government of the United States, but that's not necessarily the world perspective. So, um, it's, yeah, I, I can, I can, it's, I, hard. I, I, it's, it's hard. hard. I can see that. If I can definitely see that, because that, from that perspective, um, and I would say one, uh, uh, the big thing is that I'm mostly talking about how it's just kind of a bummer. I'm mostly talking about all oh, it just kind of feels like a bummer. And also, the difference would be that this, this, these kind of performances and these kind of efforts has. It has that government. These performances have that have that government's hands all up in it, <laughs> whereas just playing a, a show in, in Madison Square Garden doesn't necessarily have the American government's hands in it. It's just you know you're performing at a venue, whereas this is very much like it has the government's hands in it. So you are kind of in a sense hand in hand with the government. In this, so I can definitely see your point, yeah. but yeah, that you can definitely—it's definitely a different situation. Uh, as it's a like a, but it's like a big reason why I can't find myself to getting back into supporting the WWE. Uh, literally because of literally because they insist on having a long-term relationship with the Saudi Arabian government. Uh, and money is changing hands for these big yeah, and, and placating but shows. For them, right, that's a different perspective because they are an American entity who understands that situation, who understands the political um, the political ramifications of a situation like that, and they're just looking to take money. Um, and they've also had their performers speak out against those situations, Right. Whereas yeah. a lot of this still right now for 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 BTS, if if we're going to use them as as kind of the title card of this, um, is 
is uh like i don't know it's it's just hard i i i I don't know i i i don't like speaking about situations that i can't fully grasp yeah um i think i'm more or less i'm like right alongside with asian junkie kind of he points out that's like uh he he hopes that they do pull out but if they don't because they have the potential to kind of set the tone uh but if they don't you don't blame them because it's it's more reflects on big hit than anything else and it's more of a letdown necessarily than a big egregious crime uh but, but you understand where it's coming from uh like you said yeah. like but but it, it's a different perspective there's, there's so many perspectives you could take right like yes you could take the the perspective of like i don't there's so many different i don't know it's just it's of course, all, all of the correct ones are though that this that government is shitty, but <laughs> but it's just a matter no, no, of like no, no. Well, I'm not even talking about that. Like that's a that's an X factor. That's that's a factor that doesn't change. I'm talking about perspectives from from other people yeah. in in how but, they yeah. look at entering that situation. Right? You could look at entering that situation as like we want to show more support for the people, and there's no way around that than dealing with this government. Or like, or you just are doing a a money grab, like yeah, like I, that's why I, I never I never try to instantly denigrate somebody for yeah a person so, unless I have I so understanding and then I'm I'm still in the not not to denigrate them it doesn't whether you agree understand or whatever you feel on them or their perspective is on this side it's still a bummer and it that doesn't change like it's still a bummer and it, like the internal feelings don't change uh from the fan perspective uh but you know we'll see we'll see how it shakes out uh uh but all the best <laughs> to everyone involved uh and we'll see how it shakes out uh moving on before we get too mired in that uh and if you have uh, i would say if you have more to add uh to the conversation we would love your comments below um let us know how what your perspective on things are how you feel you know comment either on the website or on the youtube video or tweet us at halijuku uh you know we should have our uh like our you should be able to figure out halijuku h-a-l-l-y-u-j-u-k-u uh, but you can also find our, our Twitter on the side on our on kpoppodcast.com. So let us know. We'll, we'll give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you, you probably have a lot better perspectives than we do. Uh, so we would love to to learn a little bit. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next headline. Uh, to Lai Kuan Lin, he, uh, one, of the, one of the more prominent members of 101, uh, requests contract termination from Cube Entertainment. Uh, again, from Asian Junkie, Laekwon Lin, who was a member of 101, Wana One, ha, has requested ter- contract termination from his company, Cube Entertainment. Uh, according to this report by News Outlet Spo TV News, on July 20th, Laekwon Lin recently filed a certification contest for the termination of his exclusive contract with Cube Entertainment. Source from the entertainment industry told Spo TV News that Laekwon Lin is currently pursuing activities independently after sending the certification of contents. Uh, Cube has acknowledged that they have received a certification context in order to terminate, in order to terminate the, his contract, and we'll have a statement later. Uh, they did have a statement. They kind of saying, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, "Hello, this is Cube Entertainment. 
Uh, it is true that we received a letter of notification about the termination of exclusive contract with our artist like Juan Lin uh, from a legal representative claiming to represent him. However, nothing has occurred between the agency and like Juan Lin to give grounds for current termination. So we are currently verifying the authenticity of the content and letter of notification, as well as whether like Juan Lin's legal representative has the power of attorney. Uh, as, as an agency, we have always carried out our duties and ensuring that like Juan Lin ever since his debut could come into his own as an artist that receives love from the public. There is no evidence of problems with the agency. Then we will take legal action under due process of law. Um, basically saying, nah, um, and then there's also a great article where the, uh, I don't want to say great article, but it's an article. Uh, from Korea Boo, where they have the statement from like Wan Lin's lawyer, uh, kind of like laying out some of the things that they're claiming, they're kind of point, putting forward is as uh, as kind of the reasons why they're they want to kind of separate out. Um, you know the, the the kind of details you can go check it out, but a lot of it, you know, you know, ba- day situations only ever boil down into a couple of things, right? Either he's getting interest from something that's going to give him more money. So With being China. in that locked-in situation uh, uh, messes up that. Especially since a lot or, of that is going to be in a big market like China as you know, for, and yeah. as an artist from a very huge K-pop group, which are popular in China. Um, and yeah. a Chinese member, it's like there's a lot of money to be had out there in China, especially if you can have that, if you can strike while the iron's hot. Um, and if you believe your the agency is like holding that back, you can definitely understand where you kind of want to, like, hey, <laughs> let me free, you know, seeking free agency. Um, what, what, what is what is your take? What, what's your I said your read on this. <laughs> I mean that that was my read on it was yeah. like you're you're getting offers and and money propositions, so the situation you're in doesn't doesn't play in your best interest, or you found out that that uh, you weren't you weren't getting paid what you were supposed to be. Like yeah. those are generally the two situations. Yeah, like um. They, you know, uh, one of the highlights here is uh, within just a few months of, of his uh, signing his contract with Cube. On uh, January 2018, Cube sold, uh, this is allegedly from, uh, from according to the uh, uh, Laekwon Lin's lawyer, uh, Cube sold Laekwon Lin's management rights in China to a third-party agency. Uh, through the transaction, Cube was given a sum that was dozens of times larger than the contract free fee given to Laekwon Lin. Laekwon Lin and his parents were not consulted about this at all, so they weren't able to agree or disagree with the transaction. Uh, Things like that. Like in January 2019, once he started promoting in China, he belatedly discovered news about the contractual transfer in April 2019. Cube Entertainment booked Laekwon Lin to appear in UN Cube Festival, an agency-run event in Japan that took place on March 3rd, 21st, 23rd of 2019. This caused the conflict with the schedules to film a drama in China. He was in serious talks with the Chinese broadcast, but was ultimately unable to participate due to Cube's event. 
Uh, he later heard that the schedule conflict left conflict led a bad impression, left a bad impression of Lai Quan Lin to the Chinese, Chinese broadcast agency, as Lai Quan Lin was looking into exactly what happened. He found out there was another contract that he didn't even know about. So they're basically saying like, you know, there were bigger opportunities in China, uh, and either they did things behind their back that led it to not work out in his favor, or they just outright like made it so that he couldn't take lucrative opportunities that were available to him. Uh, and also, you know, possibly cause issues with the relationship with, uh, with TV broadcast agencies. Again, this is all alleged according to, uh, his attorney. Uh, so we don't, you know, we can't say that, oh, this is definitely what they did. Um, but you know, so we'll have to see what bears out as far as like you know, uh, when when you know who who it's gonna be. A he said he said he said they said uh, we said kind of thing. So uh, yeah. we'll have to see uh, when it bears out. All the best of luck to like Juan Lin because there's definitely like like we've documented produce one one groups. The artists in them, the the members of them, are hugely popular, and especially yeah. the boy groups, one hundred one, in particular, insane fandoms, uh, and they have insane uh, potential uh, that out there. And if you, and it's amazing that these agencies can fuck it up, <laughs> like, like this is they're good here. You have this, what is just, if you let them do the things that they're going to get offered, they will make you money. Simple. It's finding, it's finding the right balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you, you kind of, like, uh, to further illustrate that, uh, Khan Danielle's solo debut album uh, is already above 450,000 pre-orders uh, in the week that they've been able to be pre-ordered. That's already half a mil. Yeah. Uh, which is... Uh, and it's like him, you know, having to fight um, you know, for, for his independence. Now that he has that, he still has that momentum. He still has the ability to sell, uh, sell records. So, like, the money could have been there for people, but they, you know, it could have been you. But you you was playing. Uh, there's also there's also rumors of kind of of Kang Daniel being blackballed from music shows. But I mean we don't know if that's true or not. The only source I saw was Koreaboo. Uh, and even in that article, it did it, like the headline was reports of music shows blocking Kang Daniel. And even in like the body of the uh, when you but when you go to the body, it says music shows are hesitant. To like, so it's like they're just like hesitating, like like it's just like until until he has I mean, released I mean, the album and until you see that he's not showing up on television ever, we don't know yet. I, I think when you have when you have these kind of numbers, right? Um, uh, like when you do these kind of numbers in pre-orders. And then if he does not show up on, on music shows, there's definitely something wrong. 
Yeah. If he's not on music shows or he's not on like variety shows or he's not showing up on New Heels uh, sketchbook or like, you know, at least on that, if he's not showing up on TV, uh, if he's not getting CF deals, you know, commercial deals, uh, which I think he still is. He's getting some nice commercial deals. Then we'll say, yeah, there's something going on. But we'll see. We don't know yet. Uh, but the rumors are out there. But again, they're just rumors. Um, that being said, all right. Uh, one last headline. I just wanted to kind of this this one last one because it's kind of a cool uh, feel good story. Uh, RBW announces audition for debut of disabled musicians. Uh, this is from Soompi. RBW, the home of artists such as Mama Move, Romance, uh, One Us, and One We. Uh, started a project to debut disabled musicians. A total of five musicians will be selected, one each from each of the five fields. Drum, guitar, keyboard, bass guitar, and singer-songwriter. Um, they will each... They will just form a day six. Uh, they will each uh, be provided a small amount of money for activities every month and undergo a year of training, and they are aimed to debut in the second half of 2020. Our RBW has been conducting various charitable activities, including donation campaigns for the socially vulnerable and talent donation performances with artists in culturally underprivileged areas. Uh, Kim Jun-woo, CEO of the agency, shared, uh, quote, we will be give our attention and support to disabled musicians in the blind spots of culture and welfare to fulfill their dreams through musical talent. We will continue our social contribution activities based on culture and arts by using the capabilities we have built up in the music content field. Um, and then they talk about applications where they can be downloaded and whatnot. Uh, I think I echo like the sentiment has been uh, that has been like around like the different discussions, especially in our K-pop, which is yeah. almost any other agency, it would drop a red flag. But I think RBW kind of does have a a legacy of being genuine, like. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of goodwill there already, especially like they said, like they this is something they do. They support artists and they support our cult, you know, uh, charitable efforts. So this is this seems really cool. Uh, I want to uh, like this seems really cool. Uh, how does it feel to you? It it does hit that 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 um you know like that that. It, it it gives me that that worry that it's kind of a publicity stunt, but I I will wait and see, or this will just be something that we don't hear about after like a year. Um, so it'll definitely it'll definitely be a, a I want to I want to see where this goes. It sounds good. Yeah, uh, but I want to. I want to see where it goes and what they do with it. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we wish all the best to everyone uh, that wants to apply. If you're out there and you're in Korea and young, uh, you can go on the website uh, and see where you can download, you know, the the application and and apply uh, if you qualify. So good luck to everyone fighting. Um, hope everything goes well all right that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Halijuku. juku a nice little succinct episode uh 
Cass, what's going on? What's going on in your world? Uh, There's not much going on right now, but definitely go check out Sports Odds and Ends and the DKG Well podcast. Uh, Those are two other shows that I do. Uh, And if you kind of like sports, Sports Odds and Ends is the place for you. If you kind of like funny ha-has, DKG Welp is the place for you. Yeah. Um, They're both really fun shows. Uh, I'm looking forward. Uh, I need to go check it out, but I'm looking forward to to more more insanity. Looking forward to the NBA season is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, we got Jimmy Buckets, but yeah, go check out those shows. He's at King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave. The show is Halyujuku. Uh, Halyujuku.com. Kpoppodcast.com. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, Rebelli TV on YouTube and possibly on Twitch. Just keep an eye out. But mainly YouTube. Uh, yeah. Check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, maybe more. Uh, do all the things. Subscribe, like, share. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Fighting. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>